Welcome to another episode of the Revived and Renewed Podcast, where we share testimonies of how Jesus changed our lives. I am your host, Ashley Omari. Welcome, 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 everyone, to another episode of the Revived and Renewed Podcast. Today's guest is Sister Monica. Um, We met last year at church after we ministered together in the form of dance. We just developed a friendship afterwards where we could just talk about the Lord and encourage each other in the word and in prayer. And so today she's on the podcast with us. Um, Welcome, Sister Monica. Um, Could you just give us a brief description of how you got saved and then you can just share your testimony with us? Yes, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I am so happy to be here and congratulations. Thank you. I am so proud of you. (laughs) It's an honor to be here this morning. So my story of how I got saved, I feel like it's in stages, right? I remember believing in God ever since I was a young girl. I can't say exactly at what age, but um, I just remember my grandmother being like a praying grandmother. And when I was 17, I got baptized and I was also baptized in the Holy Spirit then. Yes. But I think the in-between years between that age and going to college, it was just like I got lost a little bit into the world. And I found that while I was attending at the time, I was going to a Roman Catholic church. It just, things just became repetitive for me and I wasn't truly growing. And so I think I was around 22 years old. I just stopped going to church altogether. And this actually leads me into my testimony as well. Around... 25 years old, going into 26 years old, I lost my late aunt, who was more like a mother to me because she raised me up. So I used to call her mom and everything. And it was my little sister. And at the time, she was 16 when she passed. So I I became an instant mom at 26 years old. And I was just like bawling, crying almost every day because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what to do. I had to take over paying the bills and basically before I would just shove whatever problems were going on or not even problems, just anything that my sister was doing or not doing and not doing in school, I'll just be like telling it to to my aunt, like, well, you need to deal with it. Well, you need to deal with it. So now I became the person who had to deal with it and it was so overwhelming to the point where I didn't know what to do but cry. And so I remember she passed in March and by May, we were looking for a place to move. Actually, starting April into May, we're like, we need to move because I couldn't afford the apartment at the time. It was like a two bedroom apartment. It was too big for just two people at that time. And we were like, we need to move. And so we started to look for apartments. The month of May, the month of April, we couldn't find anything. So we told the landlord, we're like, can we stay another month? They were so gracious, by the way. They understood the situation. So it was so nice. And so we ended up staying another month. But I was like, I'm not going to try to scramble again for all this money to pay next month. We need to move. So I'm here praying and crying. And I think that was the period of time where I really started to question God. 
I was like, Lord, where are you? I know you are real. I know you're there, but I need you to show up in my situation. What am I going to do? And I'm telling my sister, like, we're moving. And she's laughing at me. She's looking at me like, Monica, we haven't even found anything. And, you know, the month is coming to an end again. I was like, I don't care. We have to move. I'm like, God, you say you're real. You have to move. So one day I'm just crying my eyes out because I thought my sister was out and I couldn't reach her. And I think it was a combination of just grief and reality setting in of like, okay, girl, you have to figure this out. You have to get out of here. So I was just constantly crying. And the next day, I remember I was using a realtor that my friend had gave me. So the realtor was like, oh, go to this place. Go to Far Rockaway. There's an apartment there. Just ask the super of the information of the apartment you need to see. He's like, but I'm not going to be there with you. I was like, okay, fine. So I end up going, I see the apartment, and now this is a week before we needed to move out, Ashley, by the way, like a week that the, we needed to get out of the house. And when the landlord would ask me, I'm like, yeah, we're moving, we're moving. So I go see the apartment and the landlord, the super actually at the other apartment goes, you know, I hate when these realtors send clients, but yet they don't do their job. They just send you to go look at a house and yet they want to get the money for it. He was like, what you're going to do, you're going to call the building number. You're going to tell them that you found this apartment and you want to rent it out. I was like, okay. And God forgive me if this was wrong, because he was like, tell that person that you saw the house, but you didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, okay, mind you, I was strapped for money. So I honestly believe that was God leading me to go through that route because, you know, you have to come up with first month rent, last month rent, and then security deposit, yeah, right? So it was a lot of money to come up all at once. So it cut out that part that I had to pay, actually. I thought that was favor. So I called the building number and... They answer and they say, okay, come on this day, come sign the lease. And I remember I didn't have a car then and the place was quite far. I ended up renting a car. I drove to the place. And then after that, I went to sign the papers. It was just incredible how everything happened. And I came home and I told my sister what happened. She was shocked. She was like, Monica, how did that happen? I'm like, I know, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, God, you came through a week before I had to do this and you came through. And so by June, we ended up moving. And I remember by that time, I really started to just seek out the Lord even more because I was like, wow, but he did it for us. He did it. And we moved. It was hard trying to figure everything out, what to bring and what not to bring. It was just so overwhelming. But he just sent people to be in our lives at that time to be with us. And that December, I remember going to church for New Year's Eve service and rededicating my life to the Lord because I was like, so I feel like I got resaved again. <laughs> You know, because it was then I also learned, started to learn about forgiveness and release and letting go and 
trusting him more and more every single day. So that was quite helpful for me to be able to know that, okay, if God came through in trying to find an apartment and he did it for me and my sister within a week that we needed to get out of the place we're in, he can do it again. So that has really been encouraging for me. Thank you so much, Sister Monica, for sharing your testimony with us. I was just really um, encouraged, you know, by it because you're the second person to share your testimony with me on this podcast where the Lord has come through for them at the appointed time. I don't know if you guys remembered the first episode with Sister Donna where she shared her testimony about how God came through on time for her son's tuition to be paid while he was in college. And now Sister Monica is sharing with us how God came through right on time. And the fact that you had the faith to say to your landlord, hey, I am moving. You know, sometimes we have to just speak things into being. God has given us that power. And sometimes we need to just renew our mind into that thinking and, and knowing that God has renewed, God has given us the power to speak things into being. Um, I was just truly encouraged, you know, um, sometimes when we're in the situation, we become fearful. We question God, where are you? What are you doing? Why is this happening? I don't know what to do. We're so confused, but confusion and fear is those spirits God did not give to us, right? Supposed to have that faith to know that even though I don't know what God is doing, even though I don't see what he's doing, I don't feel what he's doing. He's working behind the scenes. He's working things out for my good. And and so, you know, we have to just stay encouraged. The Bible tells us that when David was just feeling down and out, he encouraged himself. And so we have to continuously encourage ourselves in the Lord, in his word, and to just trust in him, you know, just to just seek him and ask him, Lord, where should I go or what shall I do? You know, and as Sister Monica said that she stepped out you know, in her teens while she was in college, you know, peer pressure and trying to fit in. I have been there. And so I know what that feels like. But when the calling of the Lord is upon your life, you have to let things go and go back to the Savior, go back to the King, because that's where true life is. That's where real joy is. And so we have to just turn around and go to the Lord and say, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned against you and I'm asking you to just take me back. And he's always there. And that's the thing about the God that we serve. He's always there waiting for us to come back. He's always there waiting for us to come back. Do not condemn yourself, children of God. Go to him. Confess your sins. Confess that I have fallen, Lord. I have fallen and I need you. And he will bring you to that place, you know, he will bring you into that. So could you just kindly share um, an encouragement with the listeners for us this morning? You know what? I, this morning, I've just, not even this morning, I think like this whole week, it's really been about putting my trust in the Lord. So put your trust in the Lord. Like the reading this morning from prayer was Proverbs 3 five through seven, you know, just putting our trust in the Lord and not leaning on our own understanding. A lot of times we rely on the things that we see and the things that we hear 
But what about the things that we know? Who do we know God to be? We know that he's sovereign. We know that he's faithful. We know that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Even the days that seem like God is not there, he is always there. In our grief, God is there. In our celebrations, God is there. So can we always acknowledge that he will come through for us no matter what happens? Because he is always there. So that's my encouragement for you today. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him because he is always there. He will always come for you. He will always come through for you at that right appointed time. Proverbs 3, that's what um, Sister Monica just quoted. Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Oh my gosh, this is such an awesome scripture to just reflect on today. Um, in all our ways, it says to acknowledge him, not some, not the, the parts that we want to keep for ourselves and hide, but in all our ways, acknowledge him in everything that you do, acknowledge God and he will direct your path. He will show you where to go. He will tell you what to do. All you have to do is to trust in him. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Do not doubt. Do not fear. You know, you, you can ask him questions. You can say, God, what is happening? What shall I do? Where shall I go? But just acknowledge him in all of it and trust in him. Thank you so much, Sister Monica. Thank you so much. So, guys, I'm all also encouraging you to listen to Monica's um, podcast that she has. And it's entitled You Are Kingdom Woman Podcast. So you can find her on Apple or Spotify and um, just support her. She's also on YouTube, guys. So just look for her and um, be blessed. So before we close today, I'd love to share with you this week's scripture and it's taken from Proverbs 14 verses 6 to 10. And it says, a scorner seeketh wisdom and findeth it not, but knowledge is easy unto him that understandeth. Go from the presence of a foolish man when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. The heart knoweth his own bitterness, and a stranger doth not intermeddle with his joy. Have a blessed week, guys, and thank you so much for listening. If you or someone you know would love to share your testimony with us, please send us an email at the revived and renewed podcast at gmail.com.